Hello, and welcome to the Innovate IPM podcast, where we are passionate about the future of the industrial projects professions, presenting you the best of project management, people, and practices, combining the wisdom of time-tested methods with the cutting-edge technologies and advancements that are modernizing our craft. Our mission is to contribute to the growth and progress of the industrial project management community. It's time to talk scope, schedule, and budget. Let's start the show. Hello, Innovate IPM community. This is Rob Williams, your host of the Innovate IPM podcast. I want to say sorry that it's been so long since our last episode, uh, but... The team and I have been hard at work on the new Innovate IPM studio and event space down in the Clear Lake area of Houston, Texas, right across from the Johnson Space Center. So we're very excited about that. From there, we're going to be able to record our podcast. We're going to start videoing the podcast. We're going to do other kinds of videos like instructional type videos. We're also going to host face-to-face training events. The training events will be some of the standard project management type training events, but also digital transformation topics, also training events for entrepreneurship and business development within the engineering and construction communities. So I hope you get to take advantage of that. We're also going to host some professional networking events. What I'm envisioning is we'll have a meetup and the meetup will include a panel discussion with some of the previous podcast hosts or anybody affiliated with Innovate IPM for that matter. Show up, eat some food, meet people in the industry, listen to some experts talk about what they see in the industry now and what they see in the industry in the future. Just wanted you to know all that. Behind the scenes, there's a lot of effort going into building the Innovate IPM into a valuable platform as we continue to present the future of people, practices, and technologies in engineering and construction. Already, we have some of the best minds in the business lined up for these podcasts, events, and trainings. You'll want to go to www.innovateipm.com to sign up for the email list so that you can be notified of all of these great happenings and content as they come out for your consumption. Uh, in addition to all the great project management and controls topics that we already discuss on this program, we're also going to start talking about entrepreneurship and tech in this space because I think there's nothing more important than uh, the people out there who are catalyzing the future of, of our industries. So I had the pleasure of attending a demo night, is is what it's called, at a tech startup accelerator called Station Houston in downtown Houston in September, where I interviewed Josh Medica of Integrated Consulting for the next episode. Uh, That's the next one after this. Uh, And I was really impressed. I was taken back. There was probably 100 people there. There were uh, four companies Uh, doing their pitch in front of a panel of judges. Josh was one of the judges. Uh, Station was kind enough to let us use one of their conference rooms to conduct the interview. And uh, and I really got a good view of the whole place and the operation. And I got to say, it was a beautiful place and very impressive what they've got going on there. Of course, they're sponsored by a lot of uh, 
big players in our industry, including Exxon and uh, as well as Academia, University of Houston and Rice. So they've got some good backing. Houston's long been a magnet for engineering, for industry, for mega projects. It makes sense to see a thriving startup community grow out of that activity uh, as well as other industries too. We won't leave them out, but we, we're mostly focused on our industry. But listen, we'll talk about all that in the next episode. So make sure you subscribe and uh, uh, give us a review and a rating. And when the next episode comes out, you'll be notified and you can check that one out too with Josh Medica. Natalia is, uh, uh, she's a delight to talk to. She is such a, a positive personality and she's doing really cool stuff. She's working for a tech company. Uh, they're actually a consulting company who actually, puts out some tech products. Uh, the company is cost engineering and they are well known throughout the industry for their project consulting expertise and Cleopatra is the product that they put out. They call it the whole package total cost management software. And I've had the, the Liberty to view this software. And I have to say it is quite impressive. Uh, I like the way that it ties all the cost aspects together from baselining your project costs through controlling the cost forecasting costs, and then comes back around to benchmarking the cost for your future projects. Uh, I like it a lot. So um, we talk about that. We talk about navigating your career into tech from the engineering side of things. We talk a little bit about AACE. We talk about that a lot on the show. And um, yeah, she's actually the chair of the Project Controls Symposium that is coming up November 1st and 2nd. So if you're listening to this about the time that it comes out, uh, just note that in about four weeks, the symposium is going to happen at the University of Houston. So you're going to want to go to projectcontrolssymposium.com and that's where you'll find all the information about it. There's 22 speakers. Last year, there was 250 people there, 10 panel speakers, and a number of exhibitors all making this event a great event. So be sure and check that out. Uh, it's probably about the least expensive event you're ever going to go to. It's a good place to network. It's a good place to gain new knowledge. With all that said, enjoy the show. Hi, Natalia. How are you doing today? Hey, Robin. Doing good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I've been kind of under the weather the last couple of days, but uh, coming oh, back no. around again, just in time for the weekend. Just in time. Like, just be sick all week and <laughs> be okay in the weekend. Got it. <laughs> well, I didn't plan it that way, but uh, <laughs> it worked out nicely. Yes. Glad to have you on. Really appreciate you taking time out of your day to, to talk with us in the Innovate IPM community. Um, oh, yeah. Thanks. Thanks for inviting me. And no, I, when I heard that you were doing this and stuff, I uh, got really excited. I said, wow. Tell us a little bit about yourself. About me. Oh, boy. So um, for those of you, most people know me by my awkward last name. <laughs> so Natalia Urquiaga. Um, so a little bit about myself is, um, so I've been mo mostly working in the project controls space in oil and gas for the past, oh goodness, I don't know how many years, eight. Um, 
doesn't seem like much, but seems luck for me <laughs> since 2010. Sure. And um, just, I've always been within project controls. And there's a funny story about that before when I went to college. And I honestly didn't really know what I wanted to do. I just knew that business was the way to go because business connects people. And in all my college years, I never heard of project controls, but mm -hmm. I knew I wanted to do something by that definition. So when I when I finally came out and um, out of college, didn't really know what to do, I started working at Honeywell as a project coordinator, and that's when I discovered you know, cost, schedule, and all these project controls. And I kept thinking like, why didn't nobody tell me about this? Right. So yeah, that's something I'm, I'm very passionate about To when it comes to colleges and stuff like that. I always tell younger generations, guys, there's, there's so much more. Make sure you know what's out there. Mm -hmm. um, and project controls is a, is a big, big part of everything. But, um, but yeah, so started off working at, at Honeywell later. Um, the next job I worked at was at BP, uh, again, with pro uh, project controls or project coordinator, which slowly led me into the tools uh, scape. So there was, uh, that's when I started getting involved with systems and how systems work within project controls. And, kind of led me all the way here. Now I'm the vice president of business uh, for our, our company, Cleopatra Enterprise. Mm -hmm. And um, so, yeah, we are a, just a little bit about that, Cleopatra Enterprise. Um, we're actually uh, headquartered in the Netherlands. So it's a European company. And um, our parent company is called Cost Engineering Consultancy, mm -hmm. and Cleopatra is the tool itself. So the way that it is, is that over 24 plus years, we always have been a consultancy firm. So what people will come up to us and um, ask us for services on, you know, help us do uh, estimates, uh, scheduling, costs, those types of things. Mm -hmm. um, but we ourselves are also, we've built a, a total cost management tool. And that's where Cleopatra, that name comes in. So tell us exactly what Cleopatra can do. So Cleopatra Enterprise is a, we like to call it a total cost management tool. So it's a cloud-based tool, you know, where we're, we're, we're at that place where everything is, is cloud. So um, it's what we do is that we, we uh, sell the licenses to this product. So, um, so everyone gets their own, uh, everybody gets their own um, username, password. They access it as long as they can have internet access. They just access it there. And inside, it's a modular-based system. So it does have these separate modules. It has a module for estimating. It has a module for uh, scheduling, cost management, and benchmarking. So it, it, the beauty of it is that it's a one-platform where you can manage your entire project from beginning to end. Excellent. And that is very valuable. And, and the thing is, like, um, a little bit stepping back here, is that, you know, we have to be flexible. Because um, talking a little bit about, um, lot, you know, you got SAP getting your finance data. You got changes uh, coming from somewhere else. You know, we got to be flexible to accept, receive, and export this type of information. So it's an integrated tool. So let's say you have a P6 schedule. Mm -hmm. We integrate with P6. 
If anything, we have a bi-directional integration with P- P6. That's so important within your project controls. Explain so, what that means, bi-directional. That means that whatever you build in Primavera P6, your schedule, that data, your activities, uh, it could be your breakdown structure, it could be cost information, or what have you in there can come into Cleopatra. Mm-hmm. And then in Cleopatra, um, let's, let's say estimating, you got certain estimates, resource staffing, et cetera, and you want to, or time phase your information, stuff to do with costs, and you want to apply those budget items within those activities, you can then would work that in Cleopatra and then push that information back out to P6 so the scheduler can also have that information. That makes gotcha. sense? Yeah, that's excellent. So just to kind of rewind a little bit. So within the estimating module, because, okay, you start by project, we support all different class estimates. So you got your uh, class five to your class one. And again, it's that platform that allows you to work in these different classes. So the beauty of this um, tool is that you can input your data. You can build a knowledge base or database with all your productivity rates, hours, that type of information in there. Mm-hmm. And and again, um, as I may have mentioned before, we have our own data set. As consultants, we have our own knowledge base and we allow the estimator to have access to that data set. And they can use that data with their own in the estimating module to build cost models, parametric estimates, conceptual stuff. Um, so you have that information and you can, using different types of methodologies that we provide for you within Cleopatra, factor estimating, what have you, um, you can build better estimates at a very early phase or very early class. So you got all that in there. And not only that, you can further analyze, compare estimates together, compare revisions together, do a bit of benchmarking rather within your estimating, not to mention yep. have a workflow and stuff. Definitely. I think something? that benchmarking is, uh, mm-hmm. is, a, is an exciting word that there's just not enough of in the industry. No, no, not at all. So, and, and actually we have a benchmarking module, but let me get there in a second. I'm going through like the cycle. So mm-hmm. estimating, I I mentioned before, we can bring in your schedule. And then we have, of course, the projects executed. So we have the cost model, I mean, uh, module. So within that cost management module, okay, now based on my estimate, because in Cleopatra, you can link your estimate with your cost. So you click of a button, I already have my baseline. So it closes that gap between the estimator and the, and the cost manager. So I got my baseline, now I can track against it. I can bring in my financial data from SAP or I can manually do it in the tool, however you want to do it. Um, and then I can track things like forecasting, earn value management, um, changes, progress, the works, and everything is there. And then finally, um, you, you, we go into your benchmarking. So you have a benchmarking module and I have to be clear, internal benchmarking. This is not IPA. You're, right. You have the ability to look at all of your historical projects 
and well, look at your portfolio and decide, you decide how you want to compare these projects together. So you set those projects uh, configuration, mind you. And then there you can do analysis on like, okay, uh, here are all my projects. How am I doing? And you can do indexation. You can do it by region, by industry. And the power here is not to only see where have you been, but also what what have I done and how can I better my estimates in the future? Nice. So it has all that in there as an enterprise system. But again, these modules can be used separate of each other. But of course, the value is the, the unity that it has because you can see everything as it goes through the cycle. Very good. I think you guys are, are doing really well. You're, being, you're, you're doing the cutting edge stuff, as we like to say. Cutting edge. Cutting yes, edge. sir. Um, so, what do you think about what do you think about the future of technology and cost estimating? You guys are are really at the edge of it, and I don't mean to just keep saying that, but you're, you're, <laughs> there, there's, the some, there's some competitors out there that have been out there for a very long time, um, mm-hmm. and they're they're considered you know let's be honest they're considered industry standards some yep. of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys are are sort of driving down your own path, mm-hmm. making your own way, and I think you're doing excellent at it. Um, what what do you see as the future? Is this the future? Do you guys have things in the works that you can talk about that uh, that we sh- we can be looking forward to in the near future with cost estimating and technology? Or cause it's really not just cost estimating, right? This is a whole the whole the whole project life cycle cost estimating yeah. cost management benchmarking that's why we call it the total cost management solution right because on. it's 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 the whole package deal um, and again going back to the whole it's it's out of the box it's flexible and i'm just kind of going a little bit back here cuz i may or may not have mentioned this but um, the flex, the flexibility of it all, but yet the structuredness of it is so important that you can, because again, one of the pros of Excel, for example, just kind of touching that going back there, um, is that, you know, I can, I have the flexibility to, and the power to make this work for me. I can create an extra formula, you know, what if I measure estimate to complete differently? Mm-hmm. Well, why don't you have that power to create that formula? And create that a standard in your document, quote unquote document, um, and you can create as many columns, rename your columns as you need it, but with the structure to make the tool follow your method. So that's the value in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but now going to the to the future is that I'm we what we see, and I, like you said, there's a lot of what what people consider it standard. But they're kind of on their own. They not. They don't really integrate. They're kind of. I feel like, and I cannot. I don't want to name any names or anything. But I, I've I've had heard many complaints of certain companies that, you know, they're kind of stuck using these tools. It's a great tool, but if they want to work this alongside another one or you know what I have a certain special situation and this type of method does not work for me um, they don't they don't have that flexibility to well either manipulate it or make it to their needs that a lot of people have become well hackers 
of these tools to make it work. <laughs> I call it beating it with a hammer. <laughs> there you go. Say, well, how do I do this? You got to beat it with a hammer. You got to beat it with a hammer. There you go. And then so much money gets you know, spent in this, just trying to get the information is there, but why doesn't it do what I need to do? So something that I believe is, and I truly stand by my tool when it comes to that is that, Hey, you know, it, it needs to, you need to be able to do what it needs to do. And if not, you know, talk to us and we'll make it work. Cause as long as the data is there, if you want this extra thing in there, okay, go shoot, <laughs> um, go for it. Um, now, when it comes to going back to going back to your question with what's what's in the future for us and stuff and things I can already um, well mention, and I know that in our roadmap, um, change management is a big thing. Um, so we're planning on really soon, we're going to hopefully to have a module for change management. So field management type of things. So right now we have it, we have in the cost module, um, we have a change register where you can bring in your changes and tie it with, um, with your cost data. But this module takes things a little a step forward, uh, further, sorry. Um, so within the field, um, you don't necessarily need to have access to Cleopatra. You just need your phone. And then the field workers can take a picture, write their change order and all the details in there. And then when they get to the office or just wherever there's Wi-Fi, of course, they can sync it to Cleopatra. And that data will be captured within the system. And then you can work further with it. So I'm not I don't really know much about that yet. That's just basically what I do know about it. So I know um, that that that's the next thing that I know is coming out soon. Yeah, and I, I think that that those kinds of functions that that we don't exactly see yet, but but we we know that they're coming. They're going to come very quickly. Uh, those are the ones that are really going to end up revolutionizing project execution. Mm-hmm, I can tell exactly. you from my experiences. You know, I started out as a craftsman. So my, my early experiences in my career were literally, you know, cutting pipe and hanging pipe and, and dealing with engineering bust. And when the engineering bust uh, happens, it's a, it's a matter of a craftsman notifying a foreman, a foreman mm-hmm. notifying the, uh, they probably have a, a sort of a train change order coordinator out there. We call him the RFI man. I'm sure it's not a free term. The RFI man, he'd have to write up his RFI. The RFI would go to the project engineer. The project engineer would go out there with the RFI man and they would check it all out and then it would get sent over to the project manager for approval. That's a big, long process for what could be a very, very simple fix. What you just described would cut out multiple people and cut the, the, the time down to a fraction of, of what is a normal process. That would save an immense amount of, of, of rework hours. And so. speaking of saving is, um, you know, just to mention out there that, you know, um, we, I didn't really mention uh, much of our industry, but most of our industry is within the oil and gas. Mm-hmm. We got, we deal with owners, contractors, and not just that. We also are on other industries like mining, um, uh, of course, construction, um, chemical, etc. And um, something to mention is that we also work with shutdowns and turnarounds. 
that's mm-hmm. a big thing to to have, you know, your estimates right. You know, you need to know how how your maintenance is going to look like. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, we're even in the nuclear energy, and just and again talking about time saving. I this is like the 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 one that's I'm coming out to my brain right now. Um, one of our clients, Bruce Power back um, over there in Canada, in the first six months of using Cleopatra, so this is going to be my sales pitch, ready? <laughs> um, their, their estimates and have become more consistent and improved. Um, I can honestly say 50% time saving right there because they were... Um, the they got that ability to move estimates to Primavera. Remember that I said we have that bi-directional um, functionality. That's so important, especially with these guys. So that ability to move the estimates to Primavera P6, it actually saved them 50% of the time. It would take a scheduled scheduler to manually upload that to an estimate. So... Yeah, the, it, time saving is a big deal to do your work, you know. But I think what what the consensus is is that we're going to see a, a big reduction in in menial task in the future. What you just described to me, the time savings between the scheduler and the estimator and the project team to get that to get that deliverable out, um, that just provides. And you actually made this comment earlier that provides the amount of time that people need to do their job correctly. You know, there's so there's so many industries out there. Uh, I mean, Google, um, Apple, the video game industry, even, and they're moving so fast, so fast. Yeah. But yet, oil and gas is not moving as fast as we should. A little crickety. And yeah. So yeah. why not? And why not? we we gotta we gotta do something. And I'm so glad you mentioned silos because. Um, and stuff like that, because that's that's what it is. The future. We we actually made a presentation on this in a conference. So it's called the future of integrated project controls. Mm. We're very big and passionate about that topic, and um, some of the challenges that people are facing to even get there is exactly as you said. Disciplines are treated as silos, and you know you got your estimators doing their thing. You got your cost people doing their thing and you got your schedulers doing their thing and nobody works together. And even if they (laughs) did work together, you know, how am I supposed to get all that information that my estimator did and apply it to my cost? And after I finish my project, how do I close out correctly? People forget that you need to close out those projects. So I have a quote for you. Okay. Um, Bill Gates. The people who resist change will be confronted by the growing number of people who see that better ways are available thanks to technology. Love it. So you got two extremes. No, I'm not changing. I like the way things are. And then nothing ever improves. But then you have the other side, the other extreme, where we need to do something. Just just pick one. Just, Just go or I build it myself. And a lot of companies choose to well, become software developers themselves. And again, yes. wait, you're again not doing what you are supposed to or you're hired to do. So you kind yes. of lose that. And um, also... They stop doing the bare minimum because now now they're trying to do something they're not even... Right. To do. I firmly believe that the, the companies need to sit down, understand their process, 
be aligned in that. It's an organizational culture thing. Be aligned in that and then understand their needs and then go out there and do due diligent research. Yes, there's so many tools out there and you can pick and choose however, but how do you want that integration to work? How is it going to solve your issues? Because yeah, there can be a, a tool that can do all sorts of very over glorified charts, but does it really give you value? So those are that's where when we kind of mentioned before the people aspect to it. And that's something that Cleopatra really stands by is that let us work with you in this process and let us share in our lessons learned. How and we actually asked them, how are you going to use our tool? Very good. And this is this is your way of preventing that digital organ failure we were talking about earlier. Exactly. Let's talk about career. You're 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 pretty young and you're a, you're a vice president of the of the company of a, a forward thinking progressive tech company, really. Um you know, what kind of led you down this path and 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 if, how how could other people who are interested in doing so follow that path? When I graduated from from college, I actually graduated in a time where there was one of the downturns. People wouldn't even take you for free. <laughs> it was very difficult to find a job. And I was lucky enough to um, meet someone who got me in as a, in a way, his assistant slash coordinator. And he has helped me so much. He's like, well, look around. And if there's something you're interested in, you, you know, you kind of warm up to that person. And the moral of the story here is your willingness to, to learn, your attitude, and um, networking, making those relationships, because that's what I loved about business. That's why I wanted to be in business, mm -hmm. um, because of that relationship. But my, my willingness to learn, um, Honeywell, they, at the time, they needed uh, help in their project controls department. So they took me on as a junior. I don't know what cost was at the time and how all that worked. And I had such great mentors. And you know what? That opened the door. They said, well, we're going to put you in a course by AACE. So mm -hmm. the... Um, Association of Cost Engineering. That's when I first got exposed to them. And that is when my world opened. And again, um, I assume we, we can talk about this too. Uh, AACE. A good segue, actually, yes. Yeah. And um, AACE is just a great group. And honestly, everyone that I have worked for is there. And, you know, even my past bosses, we, we still work together. And I love it because with, with a job, without a job, you have a home there and you're constantly learning. And that is so key. Just meeting people and going to these conferences is, is so key. Like, fine, if you don't even have a job, then keep going. Keep going and keep learning. Keep making these relationships. Offer your help. Heck, even for free. You got nothing to lose when you're younger. You know, um, getting that experience and people see that and your reputation. That's what you got to do. Build your reputation. Yeah, and you are uh, currently the chair of the uh, Houston Gulf Coast Section uh, Project Control Symposium. That is correct. Yeah, so, yeah. Mm -hmm. Our Project Control Symposium, that's, um, a, that's a, um, well, symposium slash conference that this is the fourth time in a row that we're doing it. 
Um, so it's November, and this year it's November 1st and 2nd. Um, and what it is, it's a two-day uh, well symposium, um, mostly within the energy industry. And we have two technical tracks there. So we, we bring in um, great, great speakers to talk on different topics. And of course, we got um, great list of exhibitors, not necessarily uh, tools like Cleopatra. Obviously, we're going to be exhibiting there, um, but there are also other companies there exhibiting as well, mm-hmm. um, different bits and pieces. Um, Want to find out more about that? You're going to have to go to projectcontrolsymposium.com um, to, to see who the latest sponsors are, who the latest speakers are, etc. That's what I love about AAC too, kind of goes with uh, Cleopatra's vision as well is the whole let's spread this knowledge let's um, let's get together and share in that so um, and also the younger generation so working with U of H um, it's great because <laughs> I'm kind of jealous now they have that technology construction school where they talk about these things like project controls and everything so I'm ecstatic to work yeah. with them and they've yeah. been a great help they volunteer they volunteer last year to help us out and we had a huge room full packed and uh, we even had an owner contractor panel a risk panel and it was fantastic and we're doing the same thing again this year um, with the whole owner and contractor panel speakers and the vendors and uh, so yeah um, please encourage people all right, people cool. to go. Um, how about for uh, Cleopatra? Is there is there anywhere that folks can go to dive in deeper on that topic? Um, to find out more information on Cleopatra and just our company in general, uh, you can visit costmanagement.eu. And there's all sorts of information there. It's very, again, we're very big on user friendly. Um, not only the consultancy, but Cleopatra. You can also see, check out, because uh, we also have an academy where you can learn on different project controls related topics, because we're also associated with AACE. And um, you can check out those uh, courses as well as e learning, or maybe you just want to see what a course is like for Cleopatra. There's case studies. And you can also request a demo through that website as well. If you're in the U.S., you will get directed to me. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah, very cool. Um, Also, you guys have a pretty good blog. Every once in a while, I'll jump in and see see what you guys are writing. Oh, my gosh. And we've we've come out. I love these videos. We call them one-minute knowledge videos. You you probably see those on, on LinkedIn. So... Actually, the guy who speaks there, he's uh, he's the lead in our academy, Cost Engineering Academy, and he, he takes one minute to give you something of value. It could be about uh, KPIs. It could be about uh, turn turnarounds, any, any project-related controls topics, and it's just one minute. So it's I'm a big fan of those. So if you find that on LinkedIn, please like. That's a good place to follow you guys too on LinkedIn. Yeah. We're always posting stuff where we, we put videos. Um, we're associated with also other partnerships like Project Controls Academy as well. Um, so lots of fun stuff. Thank you so much for being on, Natalia. And uh, I think that this is an excellent conversation. And we will uh, definitely be including everything in the show notes uh, for people to get a hold of you, your company, AACE and dig deeper into the topics that we discussed. 
Yeah. And um, no, Robin, thanks so much. This, uh, this podcast thing that you got here is, is great. You know, it's just another, another way for people to have access to very valuable information and great people. And, um, you know, thanks for, thanks for doing that as well. And of course, inviting me. Um, So that's, that's an honor. So appreciate that. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you very much, Natalia. All right. Have a good evening. Bye. Well, that was our show. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to go to your podcast platform of choice and give us a rating, a review, and subscribe. Tell everybody in your community about us. And if you're interested on being on the show, uh, hit us up at innovateipm.com. All right. Have a good week.